Hi, welcome to our second episode of the Nowhere Girls podcast with Brandon High School. I'm so excited to be reading this. I am Miss Huff, and with me today is Miss Olson. Today we're talking about the second section, which is pages 73 to 138. And I pulled a quote out that I want to do Lectio Divina with. Again, that's our four-step process where we look at a quote, talk about literally what is happening in this text. Allegorically, how is this like something that is in the news or another text? Personally, how does that relate to your own life? And then based on our conversation, we come up with a call to action. This section had a lot of things in it, some that I really want to talk about and some that I almost wish didn't exist um, because we're getting into some of the details of what has happened to Lucy and some of the trauma that is in this book. But the quote that really struck me was from Aaron. So it's on page 90 and it says, Aaron could be emotional about it. She could be anxious and stressed and confused. She might feel guilty, might blame herself for her father's unhappy return, might see herself as the toxic glue keeping her family intact, but she refuses to let emotion rule her. She knows she's better off without them, without the pain, without thoughts and memories that serve no use but to hurt her. So she creates a world inside her head where these things will not bother her, a place where logic rules, a place she can control, she shoves the memories and feelings down so deep that they will not touch her. That just made me feel for her. And so I wanted to talk about that quote. I know literally what's going on at this point in the text is that Erin is telling us more of her backstory and she's telling us about why they moved from Seattle on the coast and the ocean that she loved here to Prescott, Oregon. Um, and her dad took a pay cut to move because some sort of trauma happened in her past. She hasn't given us all the details yet, but she says that, you know, her mom and her dad split up. And then when something traumatic with a boy happened to her, he came back but it's never been the same and it's never been right. And that's why she calls herself the toxic glue keeping her family intact because her dad won't leave her and her mom because she had to go through something traumatic. But he's not happy, neither one of them are. And so her parents aren't talking to each other and they're sleeping in separate bedrooms and she knows all of this, but they're like pretending it's all okay. So literally that's what's going on allegorically how is this like things we've seen in other books or in the news do you have any experience with people who kind of put up that mask um that everything is fine and then on the inside it's not or people who it's too difficult and so they don't want to feel and they push all those feelings down well i was thinking about uh in recent times greta thunberg She doesn't allow her feelings to get in her way or her um, distractions to come up and interfere with her um, desire to create a better environment and to address environmental concerns. And so because she's not getting involved emotionally, she's able to see things with laser-like focus and with um, clarity that 
other people who are caught up in their emotions Mm -hmm. are unable to do. But she does it with a great finesse of a 16-year-old, I believe. That's a really good one. Uh, Yeah, she has this great ability to take the horrible comments people make about her and like put them in her Twitter bio as a way to say that what they say is not bothering her. She's not going to dwell on that emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess she sounds a lot like Aaron there. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And I hope that Aaron is um, surviving. I, she seems to be. Um, we know she's getting good grades in school. Um, but we also know that she tells her mom when her mom's like, oh, but you're such a good example of somebody who's successful. And she says, no, I'm not. I've got one friend. We had to move all the way across, you know, states just because of something that happened to me. And I'm not okay. But um, I like that connection to a positive role model with her. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that whole push it down and pretend like it's not there and the pain I've seen that in the news with people who don't report sexual crimes and they they say they want to pretend like it just didn't happen. You see that a lot on like Law and Order SVU as well as real cases of it. And people will ask like, why did it take you 10 or 15 years to come forward? Why didn't you report it at the time? And the answer is always like, well, I just, I just wanted to pretend like it didn't exist. I wasn't strong enough then to deal with it. And that's kind of where that hit me. Uh, so I wonder what happened with Aaron and Casper. That's the boy that she says something bad happened with. What about personally? I remember when I was in high school being in um, what seems like now silly little fights with friends over things that didn't end up mattering in the scheme of my life. But at the time were really important. I remember having a fallout with my best friend and that I, there were two girls who like wouldn't talk to me and were very upset with me for I don't know even why anymore. I just remember that it was quite painful. That these girls who I had spent summers and weekends with for forever and been friends with since sixth grade in my 12th grade year didn't want to talk to me anymore and wanted to shun me. I had to find a new table at lunch and I remember that that hurt. But I also remember just trying to like, oh, just get through, just don't show, just get through, you know, you're almost out of here kind of a mentality. And I remember trying to just push past it. So in my personal life, I remember pushing feelings down and trying not to feel them. I don't know if it was healthy for me though. Hmm. I can totally relate to that because in high school I had two girls who decided to do the same thing so if we worked together I was at a boarding school so we worked with each other and so there was a lot of uh, leaving me behind at five o'clock in the morning to walk by myself Mm -hmm. no fun and just not having you know knowing where my place was in high school so I don't know if it's just my mom's training you know she's always like pull yourself up you're stronger than you realize or just that self-determination that I've always tried to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided that, you know what, if they won't be friends with me, I will go out and I'm going to find different people who look like they need a friend, and I'm mm. going to become their friend, and we're going to have the best time. 
and we're going to be involved in high school and I was I was in sports I was in yearbook I was in all sorts of things and we had the best experiences together and a lot of them are still my friends today so I don't know I think sometimes you can let things push you down and keep you back or you can take those things and you can either just push them to the side and make your own way you know go to your the um, beat of your own drum make your own song that you want to sing I don't know that was my experience in high school oh that's wonderful you know I was thinking Aaron doesn't look like somebody on the outside who is struggling emotionally. A lot of people tend to think that she doesn't get emotions. Um, I was somebody who put on a brave face and tried to push past it, and I didn't really talk about this at school, and I didn't try to let people know. So I don't know that anybody knew I was struggling on the inside. And it sounds like you were somebody who found a new way to be strong in a new group and a way to overcome. Um, but it doesn't sound like any of us looked like we were ever struggling on the outside. And so I think that my call to action, and this actually deals with some of our students too, I recently um, heard the backstory of some of our students who I'm not gonna mm-hmm, name. Of course. Uh, and I never would have guessed that things were so hard because we have some students who smile every day who are going through some really awful things. And um, I think I'm just called to investigate and pause and talk more because I think if somebody had come up to me and been like, hey, just wanted to check in on you. I wanted to make sure you're doing all right and and be there if you need it because you're not somebody that gets a lot of that. that could have been helpful to have somebody to talk it through. And I can imagine that would be helpful for Aaron. I can imagine that would be helpful for our students. I think I'm paused to not just look at what students show to the world, but to start asking if they're okay. And that brings it home for me because as a parent of a child who in his senior year almost dropped out because of severe depression Mm. um, and just trying to get him out to go and go to school every day was a real struggle because he wouldn't tell us what had happened. Mm. He didn't tell us until like another year. So that's talking about somebody who doesn't express their feelings. Right. And it was the efforts of us and his guidance counselors and some of his teachers who were able to convince him to go back to school to finish and to graduate. But I think about my son when I think about these kids that Mm -hmm. are in school and I see them struggling and I want to go and investigate and I want to ask them questions and I want to make sure, hey, how are you doing? What can I do to help you? What can I do to make things better for you? I know I'm not a therapist or anything, but I certainly can listen and care right. and, and take care of the kids that that I do have that are placed in my classroom and even some that I've met that aren't in my classroom that I go out and, and take a personal interest in because yeah. thinking about you know the things that my son went through and not one teacher before that reached out to him. Mm. It was us as a family bringing it to the school 
and asking for their help and then they finally reached out so that really even though it was a little bit late they still reached out and they still helped and they still supported him and because of that exactly he graduated thank goodness yeah so I think we're both called to check in on kids Mm -hmm. absolutely teenage years are hard um and check in on your adult friends too I think Mm -hmm. I'm just called to reach out more and say are you okay how are you doing I'm not a trained professional Mm -hmm. but I am somebody who cares that's right Also, that means if you're going through something, you've just found that there are two people in here willing to listen. I hope you guys are loving this book like I am, and I can't wait to find out more from Erin, from Grace, from Rosina. Um, I really like that I get to hear from all of their heads and minds. Thank you for chatting with me. And thank you for including me.